0: Good morning! My name is Pratt Shaker, CEO and Co-Founder of Skylight Health Um, and I'm here today to talk about our latest press release from this morning, uh, Skylight Health's acquisition of ACO Partners. Um, This is a very exciting piece of news for us, it's something we've been waiting for, it's something I know you've been waiting for, Um, but let's unpack this a little bit and let's explain the context and why we're so excited about this piece of news. Um, So for those of you who might be wondering, um, you know, let me kind of start off by saying uh, this announcement marks the first value-based contract for Skylight Health. So yes, this is a value-based care arrangement where starting January 2022, under the actual ACO, and we'll talk about that in a minute, this arrangement will now enable Skylight to participate in a value-based care model um, led by CMS and their Medicare Shared Savings Program. And so you can take away from this anything Uh, that you want. But remember this, this is Skylight Health's first value-based care arrangement. And as part of our model for growth is really a fundamental part of our story now of how we'll be driving growth in this sector. So let's begin by talking about what an accountable care organization is. So an ACO is essentially um, an initiative and an organization model that was set up by CMS. CMS is the federal body in the U.S. responsible for all healthcare funding. ACOs were designed to be able to help physicians realize the benefits in focusing on quality over volume. The way the ACO works through the Medicare Shared Savings Program is physicians who are able to contribute better quality outcomes and ultimately are able to help lower the cost of care are incentivized to benefit in the shared savings that they create. So let's say that you have 2000 patients that generate $20 million in healthcare costs. And because you're able to create programs like after hours care, Um, you're able to create programs like care coordination or diabetic care programs, and you're able to bring down this cost of care um, next year by 2 million. So let's say it costs 18 million instead of the 20 million it cost two years ago. Well, CMS turns around to the Accountable Care Organization and says, as a result of you reducing healthcare costs by two million, we're going to give you a percentage of that savings. That is the Medicare Shared Savings Program. It applies to all traditional Medicare patients that are rostered and registered under that ACO, Medicare being anyone over the age of 65. And so this is a very direct contract that stipulates and outlines how a physician group or how an ACO is ultimately going to get remunerated for their efforts in creating cost benefits for the overall healthcare system. And so the way to look at this with Skylight is um, over the last year, we've been acquiring um, over eight different clinical organizations. And through these organizations, we've acquired at scale a number of Medicare patients. We reach at minimum the threshold here that the ACO requires, which is 5,000 Medicare patients to qualify as an ACO. So now having at minimum scale, the way to think about this is any patient that is under the Skylight Health Network will automatically be under the ACO because these physicians that are employed by Skylight Health will be registered under our new ACO. We are now one single entity, one consolidated organization under the ACO framework. The ACO is basically our ticket, it's our license to contract with Medicare, uh, with CMS on the Medicare Shared Savings Program, and automatically uh, enters us into the program so that these patients that are now registered in Skylight can be where we focus on creating opportunities for cost savings and healthcare outcomes, and how we can now start to forecast growth within this network of patients and practices. Now, these patients that we've acquired, these practices that we've acquired, have never really participated in these programs before. So any generation of value through the Medicare Shared Savings Programs, and there are other ways that you can also monetize the ACO with CMS directly, that independent physicians are not able to, are all net new opportunities for organic revenue growth within the the acquired practices. And more importantly, any new practice that we acquire, and again, now keeping our focus on acquisitions that either add more density to existing markets, or that are focused on practices with a a substantial Medicare population base will automatically qualify now because we will have them within our ACO. And so the way to think about this ACO is this umbrella that the umbrella basically gives us a direct contracting to CMS that independent physician organizations are not able to do. As an ACO contracting with CMS, we retain 100% of all of the revenues we get as part of the programs we deliver. So if we contract it through another ACO or even a payer, for example, we share in that revenue. This way we get 100% of the revenue so we can control the costs. We can also control the types of programs that we put in place for our patients, which means more healthcare dollars for our patients. The ACO framework itself and why this is an exciting moment for us is because while we could consider going with a payer contract initially, the ACO allows us a much broader spectrum of negotiation strategies. So number one, we contract directly with CMS, which is the parent for all healthcare funding in the U.S. Number two, as an ACO and a single organization, payers look at us as one consolidated group. So rather than looking at us as eight different clinical organizations, we are now a consolidated entity, which means we are larger, we are more credible, we have more providers, and we have more patients. And so we're more attractive when it comes to negotiating at a national scale. And so the ACO really provides us more than just the access of direct contracting with CMS, more than just the access of creating a value-based contract that is there today with CMS, Um, And to talk about those contracts a little bit more, we'll we'll come back to that, but it also creates the ability for us as an ACO now to be a more credible negotiating partner with healthcare third-party payers. Uh, The ACO doesn't preclude us from working with third-party payers. And in fact, that is something we are very interested in doing because other managed care programs like Medicare Advantage um, and managed Medicaid are all programs that we intend to participate in. But this is certainly the foundational place to start. Having the ACO enables us participation in those programs, but like I said, the Medicare Shared Savings Program is a defined set of payments. It's a defined set of metrics that we are now entitled to participate in starting in January 2022. The way the Medicare Shared Savings Program works is effectively you are categorized as a single risk provider or a full risk provider. And we've talked about this in the last video, but essentially a single risk provider, you don't have to pay any money back in case you fail to achieve savings. The benefit in a full risk model is a higher shared savings, so you can get up to 75% of shared savings in a full risk model. In a single-sided risk model, it's up to 40%. And so Skylight Health in its first year, as most ACOs are in their first year, will be a single-sided risk agreement with the intention that we will shift to full risk as we build more capabilities and infrastructure and demonstrate our ability to recognize value growth and so the two levers for growth here for skylight to ultimately think about what this means in the model for growing is number one more medicare patients and so as we look for further consolidation opportunities this is one of the ways that will grow the total patient count And then more shared savings, which means that more focus on our patients, more programs for our patients that ultimately help to keep the cost of healthcare down, which allow us to realize a greater percentage of shared savings in the future. And so very much in terms of what Skylight Health's model is and shifting fee-for-service practices to value-based care, this is a uh, foundational contract that allows us to make the shift um, that allows us to see this shift going into place in, in January, 2022 and beyond. Um, and more importantly, will bring a, a much higher quality of healthcare to the patients of the practice, but also a better quality of life for the physicians of the practice. And so hopefully this um, helps to unbox some of the um, context in the news here. And, and again, why this is so important. So again, three things to remember with this acquisition. Number one, this is a value-based care arrangement now directly with CMS. So checkbox, we have now achieved our first value-based care contract. Number two, this is a contract that allows us to establish a relationship where we can benefit from more programs and services in the value-based care with CMS. And number three, through the ACO, we become a more credible partner for third-party payers and the ability to participate in other healthcare programs with commercial and third-party payers now and in the future. And so certainly look forward to more news as we continue to execute down this pathway If you have any questions, you can always email us at investors at skylighthealthgroup.com. But thank you for listening, and um, I look forward to speaking to you again soon.